It's the Muppets Minute Show with host Nick and Annie. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today we're talking about the Great Muppet Caper Minute 23. Minute 23 starts with Fozzie worried about Gonzo's nose. It ends with Kermit heading over to check on the fallen Miss Piggy. Or is it Lady Holiday? Dun dun dun. <laughs> Biggest plot twist of the movie. Uh, so this is great. I, I, this is another laugh out loud moment. Uh, hey, Fozzie, get your nose in here. It's really fun. <laughs> oh. Does anything bother him? No, he loves it. <laughs> it's like, and I look to how his response is, oh, it's only my nose. Like, what does that even mean? Like, let's unpack that. Like, are there other body parts on his on his body that would be more in danger well. but, <laughs> because he says he says it like it's no big deal it's just yeah. my nose I like don't know the anatomy of a whatever he probably doesn't want you know maybe eyes maybe eyeballs like he doesn't want I, those. i'm starting to think that that wouldn't bother him either mm. i'm starting to think nothing would bother gonzo like literally nothing yeah i mean if it doesn't as long as it doesn't kill him he likes it right that's a that's a good philosophy right there. That's a that's Gonzo in a nutshell, which is kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, and I think even if it did kill him, he would like it. I mean, the whole plummeting to his death uh, yeah. conversation comes to mind. He is a daredevil, and we do know that from the Muppet Show. That's yeah. true. So that's true. he uh, he he likes he likes to live on the edge. He likes that danger. He like he gets adrenaline from pain. I mean, so now I'm looking back at that last minute and thinking. Did he just leave his nose there on purpose? He's like, eh, let me try this. Right. Or he, yeah, at least he didn't have any sort of uh, fear or self-control when it came to it. So. No, no. But now, now maybe that's, oh, well, you said, you know, you, this seemed familiar to you. Maybe let's keep a lookout because maybe he just gets his nose stuck in a lot of things now or slammed in a lot of doors because he knows he likes it. Maybe. So yeah. maybe it all starts from here. He's like, oh, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, maybe it becomes like his kink or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Fozzie does the look at the camera. Uh, what am I going to do with this guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, that's what you get when you uh, take a trip with Gonzo. But we uh, we did miss that Kermit tells them to wait while he goes to talk to Lady Holiday. And mm. I'm like, what do you think that's about? It's like, why would he want to go talk to her by himself? other than obviously to get him alone with Miss Piggy in terms of the movie. Right. I was it's thinking a little strange, thing. right? Like, yeah. don't you think they could have done it like Fozzie's busy helping Gonzo out so Kermit just kind of goes? Yeah. I think that would have been more natural. I do you know, too. Cause, nit- nitpicking here. Well, no, I do too. If It's in a purely like writing sense. Like if, if Kermit never came back, I would have never thought anything of Kermit just going on without those two because those two were busy. Yeah, and I would have assumed that, like, Fozzie's busy trying to get Gonzo to leave the elevator alone. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have bothered me at all. So, yeah, yeah if, they, if they had just not had this line in here at all from Kermit, I would have thought it, it would have felt more natural. But if we, it, we do get a yes, sir, out of Fozzie, which is always funny. Yeah. But if we're to think about it, I, I guess, um, in, in, like, I can't think of a good reason, like, the, why the reporter wouldn't want his cameraman. And, you know, I guess his. I don't know. We don't know. Like, does, does Fozzie and 
Kermit they're always... They're both reporters. They're both reporters, reporters, but do they usually write stories together, like, you know, or do they ever go out on their own? Um, so I, I don't... I, I don't know why, you know, you see you have two well, reporters. Fozzie could go interview other people. It would have been even cooler if, if Kermit was like, hey, can you go interview, you know, talk to some of the models, talk to some other people around here. Right. Uh, something that's what you would have done. Um, but you would have definitely brought your photographer in because you want the, the pictures to go with the story. Right. It just, yeah, it just seems like I would have felt like if Kermit assumed maybe they were right behind him, it wouldn't have felt so weird. But him, yeah, actively telling them to stay behind. And like you said, yeah, even if they do go off and do stories by by themselves, it's irrelevant because they're here in London together. They're clearly working on this story together. Yeah. So it's it's very odd, and it stuck out to me as odd. Now, I, I will say that it is a little bit possible that uh, Kermit, like, so... Now they're under the directive to catch a jewel thief. Like that's what that's what Kermit says he's going to do. Um, so obviously you want to interview the you know the people involved. But I, I will say, like in in the next minute, he does say, "I'm here to interview Lady Holiday for the uh, you know Daily Chronicle." So maybe I don't know. Maybe he wants. Do you think there's a little bit of selfishness here? Do you think he wants to make sure he gets this byline all by himself? I don't know. Um, I don't know, but I didn't really think about the byline. I yeah. um, I didn't think about that. Right. I, but I, I mean, as we've said many times in the past with Kermit, I do think that they're with Kermit. They're like anyone. There's always a tiny, teeny strain of selfishness. Yeah. So uh, it's possible. Yeah, I do like this. This is something I definitely never ever picked up on before. The delivery man going to Nikki's office. Yeah. So yeah, said- and I. I I couldn't understand what he said either. Oh, it's perfect, and you'll you'll love it because it's something we wondered about back in the musical number. Uh, the guy knocks on the door and asks, "Did you order a gross of flowered socks?" Oh my god! Yes, that is like a really obscure joke. Um, yeah, wow. Because who else would have noticed that except people watching this movie minute by minute? Right. So if because you're, you're looking at Sweetums at that time right i know Aren't- i know well they do do a close-up on the feet the feet are there is a little close-up of the feet running or like if i remember correctly that's why we well, saw the socks but we saw it he past was walking it. oh past he stepped Sweetums. on Sweetums hand you're yes. right yep so maybe you might notice it but you're not looking at his socks like you're looking at Sweetums. but that's so it's what- very it's very subtle it's like it's not like this is a huge feature of the movie and i could be right. wrong because maybe the socks come back maybe they come back maybe, I, maybe they do yeah. but it is a strange thing for him to say for him to say here. And that's a big box of socks. Like, how many socks are in there? 144. How did you know that? Well, he asked, did you order a gross of flowered socks? A gross oh, is 144 gross. items. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. So, so there's either 144 socks or 144 pairs. Right. Um, I'm going to say pairs because that's a huge box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a big box. It's a lot of socks. And I love socks. I have way too many socks. Uh, but that's 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 a lot. What are your favorite it, socks? My favorite socks? Yeah. Uh, my favorite socks are some black ones that have alien heads on them. Okay. Those do are my have, favorite. Do you have socks. any like explicitly X-Files socks? That's as X-Files as it gets. Okay. One. No, I wish I did. I wish that was a thing. I would love to have like one sock that was Mulder and one sock that was Scully. That would be awesome. I'm pretty sure that Stance Socks Company. Do you have any of their socks? 
my husband has a bunch of the Star Wars ones, which I, are all amazing. Oof, I love those. I, I bet you there's Muppets ones. I wonder if there is. If there's not, there needs to be. No, there really do. There should be. Yeah. Stance is great, though. They keep coming out with new and new stuff, so we should keep an eye on them. I bet you they would make like a Kermit and a Piggy or something. That'd yeah. be awesome. And they're always different. That's what I love about them. It's like every pair is like two different things. Yeah. It's like that's suddenly in fashion now. You can wear mismatched socks and it's cool. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, we got onto we could talk about socks because hey, you know what? That's what they're talking about on this minute. Thank you. Sock it's a great great topic <laughs> of, of of conversation is socks. I, I love socks. I do too. I I actually um I I have a pair of uh Epcot socks because there, there's this company that makes like Disney socks like un- unofficially uh, you know like a fan you know kind of like the T public type stuff uh, mm-hmm. it's like kind of like a fan fan socks and uh, so I have like a pair of great movie ride and uh, and Epcot socks are those your favorites um probably probably I have some do you gr- have any socks flowers no. Oh, what? What'd you say? Groot? Groot? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You don't have any flowered socks, though? No, no. God, I don't even think I have any flowered socks, and I'm a female. Mm. Not to say that flowers are, you know, gender biased, but, uh, no, you know, flo- <laughs> floral prints are maybe not so um, not so masculine. I don't know, especially mm. in the 80s. No, but I feel they are highbrow. That's true. They could be very highbrow. Yeah. Uh, so this line, if you caught, if you if you understood the line, because it's not an easy line to understand, and, and it's it's a really quick throwaway line, and if you saw the shot at the beginning, you you like they put in two clues already, and obviously blatantly told you that Nikki is untrustworthy and could mm-hmm. steal the baseball diamond. They already put in a bunch of clues to link what we saw at the beginning to this. Right. Uh, so, so not only do they have blatant stuff, but they have this little thing. I, this is this is brilliant. This is so funny to put in there. If you caught the first one, this will make sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. And it and, and I clearly didn't like. I listened to him several times, and I couldn't understand what he said. I thought he said something about socks, but I didn't. Yeah. I couldn't hear the first part of it. Yeah. Uh, we should also point out on his his actual desk or sorry his door <laughs> nameplate says irresponsible parasite yeah. so it's like it's like no wonder he is so disgruntled <laughs> i wonder what came first i wonder if he was treated poorly and then became this way or if he became this way and then they started to, to kind of treat him the way he was behaving so i don't know we'll never maybe we'll never know i i don't know the way she was talking about him i think he squandered half his inheritance so i think he was already down that path but you're right i guess like did, did she ever say younger but i don't think she she mentioned she mentions younger or older so i don't, I don't think she mentions that either but yeah. he is second in command which is a pretty high right you know so, so it seems funny that this would be on the door yeah. that he wouldn't be like oh, hey i'm second in command i don't want that on the door why'd you put that on the door like he would have had that peeled off by now well that's why i kind of think he he owns it like he knows you right. doesn't care <laughs> He does own it. You're right. It's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm sleazy. You know, you know, yeah. I am. And it doesn't matter. I, we make money. I get money. You're not going to, you're, you're my sister. You're not going to, you're going to be too nice to kick me out. And here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you ready to go inside Lady Holiday's office? I am. <laughs> Kermit opens up the door. Great shot here. Yeah. It's a fantastic shot. I mean, you can you can tell that Piggy's clearly some sort of 
robot or whatever. But it's like it's it's worth it because you don't very you very rarely get to see them full body like this. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea that he's seeing her up on the desk up high. Like I like the symbolism that because she's always like above him. Like she's always the dominant one in this relationship. So I like that she happens to be up and she has her back turned to him. I think that's really funny. And it's a great (laughs) it's a great way to introduce her again. It's like we get a second entrance of Piggy. Yeah. You know. Like and and you don't get to do that very often, but with Piggy, you're going to get as many entrances as you can possibly, you know, squeeze out of her. <laughs> so I mean, this is another. It's a great way to do this scene. Yeah, it and is. he also he also probably doesn't know she's a pig yet. You know, like from behind, maybe she's a person. Like so, you can you can look and and you can reasonably think, oh, maybe this is really a model, and she's up there and she's talking about being a model. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's another way to kind of like factor in like maybe maybe kermit is like attracted to her before he before he knows she's a pig you know what i mean yeah although although it doesn't matter for kermit it doesn't we do know pigs are his type but at this point in the movie we don't know that so it's a kind of a cool way to like you Mm -hmm. know write your write your way out of that yeah (laughs) and and great framing both sides uh you know from the back from the front it's it's just a great looking uh, sequence of shots and then when Kermit, you know, uh, makes his presence known after she's giving her acceptance speech, the moment of silence and the realization from Miss Piggy is priceless. So good. And like, it, and then you can see, too, the thing that I was talking about with the head, like how she turns it completely to the side. It, that's not something she could do if that if that rotator cuff or whatever you would call it wasn't in place there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's just and and the way she kind of yeah I just love that how she bites her lip and turns her head mm. like it's really good it's so good and like yeah. it it to me like a reaction like that only really works with these these characters these muppets like I, I don't know if a human could even pull that off as well as comedically like it, it's just it's yeah. perfectly comedic with with these muppets if this makes any sense it's like the perfect com- combination of over the top and subtle because they can't do anything because they're just pieces of felt. But so it's like this blank look and yet he does so much with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's amazing. It's really funny. Very funny. I laughed. I watched this minute every time, like several times and every time I laughed at that little gesture when she turns her head, it's just really funny. Same. I, I am so pleased at how many actual moments are laugh out loud that you can watch over and over again and, and laugh yeah. about. And then she falls off the desk, of course, into a trash basket. Yeah, she just she just walks right off the desk. Like I, I she doesn't even it doesn't even look like she's attempting to be careful or attempting to do like it just looks like she just maybe forgot that there wasn't going to be anything under her feet. I think you she know? forgot. I do. Yeah. And it's funny because it's not even like she was distracted by the the, the uh, handsomeness of Kermit because she hasn't seen him yet. This is just her being her, you know. Yeah. So it's just it's pretty funny, but um, her falling into the into the wastebasket is pretty funny. It's clearly <laughs> they just threw a doll in there. Plop! <laughs> it's pretty funny. But that's just... those, those moments is what makes this so hilarious. You know what I mean? It's, they just threw a doll in there. Yeah, and I wonder how many takes that took. <laughs> I don't know, but they also weren't concerned about how she fell because I don't think she could have done a full rotation around. Right. And I landed like on her back. I like that it's butt first, though. Yeah. Like, it's got to be butt first. That's it's funny. It's got to be butt first. Yeah. And uh, the Kermit like kind of creepily leers over her. <laughs> you think it's creepy leering? 
I um, don't know. I think that's just the way his face looks. I know. I know. It, it is. It's, At least I don't. Th- I don't think he's creepy yet. I think maybe his gaze lingers a bit. Maybe in the next minute. But uh, I love the fact that this minute ended before she sees him. Because mm-hmm. now we could save that for tomorrow. It's. It's not. No. It's not creepy. It's just kind of funny, especially when I'm watching it in like slow motion, frame by frame, and he kind of like starts peeking into the frame, looking down at the camera. Yeah, and I do love, too, that this is so very Kermit. Like, he makes no move to help her. He just kind of stares at her. Like, it's just, this is so Kermit. And she's like, she eventually, I mean, we'll talk about it. She eventually has to ask him to help her. Oh, um, boy. Uh, save it for tomorrow. I will. I will. Ugh. Oh, believe me. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But you're right. He makes no attempt to actually help. It is, it, it, it's just, this isn't bothering me. This is just very Kermit. Yeah. It's funny. Like your first reaction to to anyone would be to, oh, are you okay? You'd run over and you'd help them up. Mm -hmm. That would be anyone's normal first reaction. But instead, he just kind of goes, "You okay?" (laughs) Just kind of staring at. You know what I mean? It's just it's funny when you think about it. It's so thoughtless. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Uh, In the meantime, go to MuppetsMinute.com and uh, go to uh, Muppets Minute on Facebook and Twitter as well to follow us, talk to us, say hi. And let us know what you're thinking of these minutes so far. And then we'll be back tomorrow for more Kermit and Piggy on Minute 24 of Muppets Minute.